Hey, and welcome back. I'm actually on my second episode of this podcast. It took me a little bit of time to get back into it, but I feel like I've got a good flow state going now. I have a bunch of episodes lined up, and I'm pretty excited to do it with you. So, welcome back. All right, today we're going to be talking about the outline to financial freedom, to building true wealth. And it's not as complicated as other people may make it seem, or you may believe uh, to begin with. So there's three steps, three things we need to focus on. And the first one is really straightforward. You need to build a business. The business is the pivotal piece to your success and your freedom. You know, it's the linchpin that holds all the other pieces together. So if this foundational piece is not solid, or if there's something missing that we'll discuss, it's going to really mess up the entire plan, the entire flow. And you're actually going to end up more stressed out and working more than you did before you quit your job. So pretty important. So I do want to clarify and really stress that not all businesses are created equal. There's a huge difference between, say, an auto detailing business that makes you $5,000 a month and an e-commerce business that makes you, I'm going to say, $3,000 a month. So even though on the surface, most people would choose the detailing business, I'd pick the e-commerce one every single time. Why is that, you may ask? Well, our goal is to build a business that runs almost on autopilot for this stage. And there's two income principles that help explain why we'd pick the e-com business, uh, even though it makes much less, almost half as much as the auto detailing business. So the income principle one is that we want our business to have a complete separation between your time and the income it generates for you. So say you're making $5,000 a month detailing cars, you're working you know, 50, 60 hours a week on this, and you're essentially capped. Now, this is the problem that a lot of small business owners run into because they can't work more hours. They're already exhausted. So what do you do? You go and you hire an apprentice, uh, maybe even two employees to come in. Maybe they're experienced. You don't have to train them. But either way, you end up hiring somebody, but now you need to get more business to pay for their salary. And that's a big grind. Eventually, you get that taken care of. You're able to make the same amount of money that you're making before, pay an employee, and have the headache of managing an employee. That's terrible. You're going to end up working more. You're going to end up being more stressed out. And that's not where we want you to be. So we want your time to be completely disconnected to your income. So whether or not you show up and you sit down on your computer for your e-com business, your ads are running, uh, sales are being made, there's automated emails going out, your manufacturers are making the products, your fulfillment companies are shipping out the orders, they're handling the returns as well, and you could take a day off. That's, that's what the freedom side of this really is, is you can work when you want to work. And that leads us to income principle number two, which is you are directly in control of your income. As an e-commerce business owner, you're able to make more money, which sounds kind of simple. It sounds kind of dumb for me to say it like that. But that was one of my biggest, uh, most frustrating uh, situations to find myself in when I was younger. I remember I, I took a job when I was about 19 and I was making not very good money. And I was wondering, how do I make more money doing this? You know, there was really nothing for me to do. I could work harder. I could work more hours. But even that, like there's, there's a cap. There's a finite amount of hours that you have. So that's the most important thing for you here is to find a way to create a business that is scalable, meaning 
you're not capped on your uh, output. However much you want to work, you're able to do to increase your profit, to increase your revenue. But it's not directly tied to you being at the office or at your desk from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. every single day. That's completely critical. So you could build that business relatively quickly. Uh, even, even today, where people are saying things like Amazon are oversaturated, or Etsy is too complex, there's too many sellers on there, I don't know what to sell, whatever kind of excuses. In realistically 6 to 12 months, it's very, very achievable and reasonable to build yourself up to a point where you're making three or four or $5,000 a month in profit. Now, paying yourself out of that is a whole nother topic. Uh, I get asked that a lot. When do I start paying myself? But we're going to leave that there for now. So step one to financial freedom is to build your business income. And we want to build it to the point where your business covers all of your living expenses. Rent uh, or mortgage, car payments, auto payments, whatever that may be. Now, for some people, they're very lucky and that number is really small. Some people can live on $1,000 a month and be really comfortable and really happy. For other people, it might be more like $3,000, $4,000, $4,500 a month. I've heard a lot as a, a comfortable number where you'd be okay with doing this full time. Personally, I think that number is about $100,000 a year. And there's a couple of reasons for that. And mainly if you're doing e-commerce specifically, that, those numbers are for e-commerce, $100,000 number. But that's because uh, inventory is so expensive. It, it becomes a real drag on your cash flow if you're living purely off of your e-com business's uh, income. So you need to have enough profit in there to comfortably pay yourself a salary, not stress out about taking money out of the business and, and typically, I found that that number is about $100,000. Less than that, it, it starts to slow your growth pretty substantially. All right, so step two in this outline to financial freedom is also really simple. Like I said, this is not complicated stuff. This is not rocket science. This is not engineering or open heart surgery. So you make money in your business. You live comfortably off that money. And you take the rest of the profits after you reinvest back into the business, of course, just to add that caveat. But whatever is left, you invest that, those profits for cash flow. And this is where a lot of people go wrong. One particularly scary and stressful situation to find yourself in as an entrepreneur is to have one source of income. Say you're an Amazon seller or you sell on eBay, any one of those major platforms, even Facebook. Uh, if you run a lot of Facebook ads and that's the core driver of your business, that's a terrifying feeling. And in fact, as you start to make more money, that fear, the fear levels increase. And it may not make sense, but what happens is you are completely at the mercy of this major platform. And for Facebook in particular, uh, the algorithm changes all the time. Competition levels go up and down and that increases your ad costs. Amazon is notorious for banning sellers for things that may or may not have been actually their fault, kind of up in the air, a little bit of a gray area, but they have all the control. So you are not fully in control if you are selling primarily on those platforms. So that's very scary. The best way to circumvent that fear is to diversify your business. And that, that's part of, you're never going to stop working on your business. There's always something else to do, a new strategy to try. But what you should do with your profits is invest for cash flow. 
And I have made that mistake in the past of not investing for cash flow. I've invested in growth, um, some dumb things, cars that I shouldn't have bought. But what you really need for stage two to hit this rock solid freedom level is cash flow. And the main rule for investing for cash flow, and I'll get into why cash flow versus something like S&P 500 uh, index funds. But the number one rule for uh, cash flow investing for you as an entrepreneur is to protect your capital at all costs. Mr. Wonderful uh, from Shark Tank, right, Kevin O'Leary, he describes each dollar in his bank account like his little soldier going off to go fight for him and make him more money. And I love that analogy. But if you think of them like that, you also have to be aware that you might be sending these soldiers off to their deaths if you put them into something incredibly risky. I'm not going to go deep into Bitcoin or whatever, but I, I did lose a lot of money on Bitcoin in 2017. In hindsight, if I would have held it for all these years, I would be doing pretty well, but ended up selling. Uh, and it was a risky investment at the time. And the point is, once you're initially beginning to create your own freedom, your own foundation for wealth building, you must protect your capital at all costs. It is way better, infinitely better to not lose money than to lose money. It's actually much better to uh, make a dollar return a month on your 100000 than to lose money. Losing money at this stage is so destructive. And you may be riding this high, thinking I'm doing so good, I'm making $100,000 a year, everything I touch is going to turn to gold. I thought that myself, and I was incorrect. Every dollar that you secure into a low-risk, relatively high-return investment is another dollar that's protecting you. It's a, it's a piece of stone in the wall that you're building to keep yourself from going back to your old life. This is critical. I want to say that again. Every single dollar that you can invest and that you need to not lose now, so that's why we go as low-risk investment as possible, is another piece that stops you from going back to where you were. And that is going to become your biggest fear. If you're just starting out, you haven't gone down this path yet, you're going to become terrified of having to go back to your boss or find another job that you hate and work from 9 to 5. It's going to crush your soul. So... If you play that, uh, that old board game Risk and you're doing well, you have a huge amount of pieces and you're taking over territories, right? you probably played this, I would imagine. A big mistake that happens is you're winning, so you keep pressing the attack, keep going forward, keep going forward. And what happens is you get spread too thin. Once you're spread too thin, the other people you're playing against are going to strike back and take over everything that you lost and you're probably going to even go back further. So you need to make sure you secure each position every time you take a step forward. So you've create this, created this great business. Awesome. Secure that position. Don't go gambling all the money that you've built up to go two steps back after you've, you've made this huge success. So every dollar that you get, you need to invest for cash flow. Now, cash flow is truly the thing that sets you free. Money in the bank is another stressful thing. If you have a hundred grand sitting in the bank, it's going to eat away at you. 
You're going to think, oh man, I should spend this. What should I do with this money? Oh, actually, I don't want to spend it because now I just saw my bank account statement go down. We want that money working. We want it actively producing more income for you. So in the future, you have your business income. It's going great. But you also know that you could have investments that would pay for your entire life existence. Even if your business completely fell apart and blew up overnight, you would be okay. You could live off of the dividend stocks that you have that make that pay you every quarter or sometimes even monthly. Uh, you could live off of, I also am a big fan of REITs, real estate investment trusts. They work well for people like me in Hawaii when real estate investing is just, it's very, very expensive here to do it locally. Uh, it's so difficult to cash flow on any kind of rentals here, but it's possible, but very difficult. Uh, there's also the ability to invest out of state in real uh, real estate, not just REITs, like physical houses and properties, apartment complexes. But for a lot of people, entrepreneurs especially, it's just a lot of headache. Uh, and you get great returns off of that. And you, there's also a lot of tax benefits off of the mortgage excuse me, insurance payments and all that. But yeah, for a lot of people, just getting the REITs where you make you know, 10, 12% a year return on your cash without any of the headache of actually owning real estate, that's great cash flow. You still get to take part in the appreciation of the properties as well. So I'm, I'm a huge fan of REITs. So just recap, we're going to build a business. We're going to invest the profits after we pay for our living expenses and we reinvest in the business and growing, obviously, because that's going to give you the biggest return. But step two is us securing our position before moving forward. And that's going to be us investing the profits for cash flow. This is this is your emergency plan. This You know you'll be able to live off of this cash flow in essentially in perpetuity. And that's critical. This is, now that I'm actually saying this out loud, I'm realizing how much of this game is really just stress management. And maybe it's just me. But it's, it's, it is really, really hard on the mind and the body to have all of this risk resting squarely on your shoulders. In the beginning, yeah, you can handle it, but a year in, two years in, three years in, and that's why I really, really like this roadmap. I like being really clear on what the plan is, so I don't even really have to think about how this investment process works. Dividend stocks are great. You can drip that, uh, which is a dividend reinvestment process or something. Purchase, I think. Purchase. <laughs> anyway. So that actually perfectly leads me into the third step of this. So we talked about the each dollar bill being your soldier, your financial warrior for you out on the field. Now, if you're at the point where your cash flowing investments could pay for your lifestyle, that's great. You still don't have to because remember, you have your business in place. So you're still living off your business salary. You're taking your distributions and profits to buy your other fun toys on the side. We can talk about them in another episode. Uh, but your profits that you've invested, they're creating more money. And because you don't have to live on that cash flow, what happens is each dollar you invest creates more money for you, which goes back into those same investments. And those investments, which are now X percentage bigger, go out and create more dollars for you. And then those dollars, it continues the, the process. 
And that's wealth. Wealth comes when your money is working for you 24-7 around the clock and is growing without you doing anything. It's a very simple process. Some people will say that you can take those cash flowing investments and reinvest them into other things to diversify. That's great. This this whole episode is not financial advice for what to actually do dollar for dollar. Uh, there's a ton of different ways to do that. You could actually put them into index funds as well, which I like as an entrepreneur. I, I'm not a huge fan of investing into things like Bitcoin again, just because I got burned. That's not the only reason. But we, we have enough stress. We have enough frustration and anxiety as it is. And I think that it's very fair to take a small loss in your percentage gains by essentially outsourcing your investment, right? The S&P 500, any kind of index funds like that, they'll, they'll be doing the buying and selling of the stocks. They come in and you just get to sit back and appreciate, or, or I guess appreciate the appreciation. Yeah, that's a good way to say that. So I'm going to wrap this up real quick. There's three steps to building true financial freedom, the kind of freedom that actually relieves your stress, that doesn't make things more anxiety-ridden in your life, and that's to build a business that you love, ideally, I didn't add that part earlier, but I'm going to throw it in now, build a business that you love, that can pay for all of your expenses, all of your bills, grow it to the point where that can become your full-time job even though it doesn't require it to be a full-time job because these are mostly automated businesses in this uh, this example. You're going to take the profits that are left over after you've invested in your business, after you've paid yourself, and you're going to invest into low-risk, high-reward investments. Dividend stocks, REITs, actual real estate, they're all great. And you are going to build yourself a hedge to protect you from going back to your job if your business ever fails. That's the whole game plan. It doesn't take that much to make that happen. And finally, you're going to take those cash flowing investments that are creating you more money and you're going to reinvest that into things that will continue to make you more money. It's a three-part kind of wealth uh, triad system. It takes a lot of the stress out of entrepreneurship, takes a lot of stress out of wealth building, is very simple and it's very, very straightforward. All right, so as you can imagine, we're primarily going to be focusing on, you know, just building the businesses on this channel. There's a lot more people who are way more qualified than me to talk about the investments. I will talk about my own investments and what I'm doing, but again, it's not financial advice. Please don't ever take it like that, especially legally. It's not financial advice. This is how I'm doing it. This is how I'm running my business. This is how I'm doing it. lifestyle on reducing my stress and being happier in the process. I hope you like this episode. Uh, subscribe and if you're on YouTube, you can like and check out some of our other videos and podcasts. Alright guys, have a good one.